turn on your stomach. Silently, the boy refused. His trembling brown frame was covered only by a pair of white briefs. Boy, you better turn your motherfucking ass over now. Still, the boy refused to obey. He knew that his submission was needed for his stepfather to attain the level of power over him that he craved, but he couldn't submit to the man's will. His stepfather tried a different tack. Come on, boy. Take this shit like a man. You want to be a man, don't you? Men take what's coming to them. So go on ahead and turn over so that we can get this shit over with. The boy shook his eight-year-old head. His stepfather ran his hand over his straightened hair. Now that's what I'm talking about. That shit right there. I'm sick of this little no-talking role you be trying to play. I done heard you talk plenty when you be with them little niggas down there in the alley. Your little slick bastards is always scheming up on something to get into. Now you want to sit here and act like you can't talk. That's some bullshit. Your mother wants me to make a man out of you, and I'll be damned if I don't. The boy already knew this beast couldn't make him into a man. He knew that a man wouldn't roll over and take a whooping. Not that he was scared of being beaten. That was nothing new. Before he died, his father had administered his fair share of those, but they were always tempered with love and understanding. This man had none of that in him. He wasn't trying to make him a better person, as he claimed. He simply reveled in beating on someone who was powerless against him. More than anything in the world, Sean missed his father. That quiet, strong man with the receding hairline and thick glasses was gone forever. He managed to make the newspapers on his way out, though. An out-of-work construction worker who tried to rob a currency exchange and ended up on a slab in the morgue. Where was the justice in that? Swack! The first blow from the belt landed on his shoulder. You know you stole that two dollars out your teacher's desk drawer. Now you might as well turn over and take your whooping. You not opening your mouth is the same as lying. The only thing worse than a liar is a thief, and you both. Where was the justice in this? Sean knew that he didn't steal the money. He knew who took it, but he would never tell. It just wasn't in him to snitch. And there was no way that he could make his teacher or this buffoon understand that after his father was killed trying to rob that place, he made a vow that he would never steal anything in his life. Whap! The boy writhed in pain from the lick, but he still refused to turn onto his belly. Boy, I said turn your black ass over. I ain't gonna tell you that shit no more. As his stepfather hollered these words six inches from his face, he could smell the potent mixture of malt liquor and cheap wine on his breath. He looked at his stepfather with disdain. This was the man whom his mother had chosen to love in his dead father's place, an unemployed cardboard box maker to replace an unemployed dead construction worker, a man whose big dream was to buy a Cadillac with the money he was waiting to get from a settlement from the cardboard factory for a fraudulent back injury, this man who spent most of his day sleeping in the bed that his father had bought, the sick bastard even dared to wear some of his father's old clothes. Whack! The blow landed across his naked thighs. Its force made him scoot backward on the bed a bit and rub his thighs, but he didn't turn onto his stomach. Tears jumped into his eyes, 
but he willed himself not to release them. Thwack! The belt slapped across his arms and curled itself around to his bare back. Two large tears dropped from his eyes. A large welt rose instantly on his back and his small brown arms. The boy could hear the Commodore's Zoom playing in the living room. He knew it was his mother's favorite song. He liked the lyrics, too. Some shit about flying away. He also knew that his mother had turned the record player volume up so loud because she didn't want to hear him getting beaten. She would be sitting in the window seat with her favorite cup full of Thunderbird wine, listening to her favorite song while her husband beat the shit out of her only son. Later, much later, she would sneak into his room and tend to his wounds. She would rub his head, kiss him on the forehead, and beg him to try and get along with his stepfather.